Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Podcast. Tonight, I promise you, a birthday celebration of a man whom I became aware of as a kid because of the song Yellow Submarine and Shining Time Station. If you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Ringo Starr, Richard Starkey. Who was born July 7th, 1940. Today is his 80th birthday. I grew up listening to the Beatles. My father would sing those songs to us. We all live in a yellow submarine. You know, good night, sleep tight. Octopus's garden, a little help from my friends. And then I remember when I was little, I was about eight or nine. And I watched a lot of PBS, still kind of do. And I was watching and my parents would say, oh, yeah, I know who that is, the, the Mr. Conductor. And I said, well, who is it? They said, well, that's Ringo. He's from the Beatles. And I went, oh, you know, this is before George Carlin played him. <laughs> and then it got really interesting. But, um, yeah, Ringo Starr. I think a lot of us kids, that was our introduction to him. Was as Mr. Conductor, you know. And he had that outfit and he was really small, you know. Um, but that is, you know, quite the contrary for this man who was the drummer of the Beatles. Didn't get the credit that he deserved. I mean, you gotta, you know, the drummer... The Beatles were had a really good band. You think, okay, Paul McCartney is playing bass, John Lennon and and George Harrison are on guitar, and Ringo is on drums. Pete Best was the original drummer, and unfortunately, you know, Pete Best, yeah, and Ringo, Ringo, Ringo brought an interesting vibe to the Beatles because you know he would come up with a lot of their titles. A lot of people don't know that. Where A Hard Day's Night basically is from Ringo. Ringo, they said to him, he'd have been out partying and shagging and all that shit. And they said, Ringo, how are you? And he says, oh, me had a hard day's night. And right there, I mean, you know, um, Octopus's Garden, A Little Help with My Friends. What's interesting about A Little Help from My Friends is Lennon and McCarthy wrote it and Ringo sang on it. And then Joe Cocker did it. And then we all remember that version from the Wonder Years. And, you know, Woodstock. I wasn't at Woodstock. I, was, I, was, I wasn't even a thought yet. But, yeah, I thought, you know, let's... Ringo represents peace and love. And today he, um, you know, wanted everyone to celebrate his birthday and to, you know, support Black Lives Matter. And I think that's great. I think that's great that this icon is saying, look, it's not just about me today. Yes, it's my birthday, but donate to this organization. You know, I mean, the Beatles really, their music comes from the blues. You know, they were playing Little Richard, Chuck Berry. That's how they all got to know one another in Liverpool. Liverpool is a very diverse area. You know, and that's where that music came in, and they heard all kind of blues music and R and B and rock and roll and country and classical. So you know that is part of the Beatles' DNA. 
But Ringo Starr, I mean, you know what's interesting is Ringo's son, um, Zach Starkey, he was in the band Oasis. He played drums for Oasis. So, you know, the the drumming continues. And in 2015, Ringo Starr was inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for the second time uh, for his solo contributions. But also as a drummer, he's an influential drummer. You know, people think drummers now and they think, okay, you know... um, uh, John Bonham from Led Zeppelin and you know uh, uh, Neil Peart from Rush and you know uh, Tip of the Tongue trying to remember you know how sometimes you do a show and you forget very important things especially a very important drummer who is theatrical and you know who I'm talking about and really was madness on the drums I think that's where Animal comes from from the Muppets ah here we go yes Keith Moon the loon good night Keith Moon but you know people just you know with Ringo because he probably because he didn't do drum solos a lot you know but he would the band you think of I mean that famous line where they did Helter Skelter and you hear him I got blisters on me fingers you know but I think out of all of them Ringo has probably aged the best because he just still seems like a teenager at heart you know and that's really the key to just staying young and vital. And he's 80 today. He doesn't look 80. He doesn't seem 80. You know? And a left-handed drummer. He couldn't play right hand. You know, all these different things that make up the beauty and mystique of Ringo Starr. And he just seems very down-to-earth. You know, you see him in interviews and he's got that voice and, you know, it was about peace, love, and understanding. You know, and the Beatles just didn't hold back and I th- he did leave the Beatles at one point and then he came back you know when I think they were doing the, the White Album because there was a lot going on but Ringo Starr you know um, yes he's, has, he's had his faults in life but we're not talking about that today we're talking about the man we're talking about the birthday 80 years I remember when 80 you know that was like whoa that's over the hill and now everyone's turning 80 you know it's um i remember when my grandfather turned 80 and he said he was over the hill now he said that he said he could feel it and he lived to be about 86 um you know so it's it's different for everybody you do you can't conceptualize that this rock and roll icon is 80 you know, he's the oldest of the Beatles. That's the funny thing is, you know, it's Ringo, John, jo- uh, Paul, and George. George was the baby of the Beatles, George Harrison. So Ringo Starr, I mean, yeah, he's a quintessential rock drummer. But you got to remember, rock was different then. This was the Beatles. They had cut their teeth on Chuck Berry and Elvis and... Little Richard, they they were playing with Little Richard. They were his backup band in Liverpool. You know, so when Little Richard died, 
you know Paul McCartney and Ringo were feeling it. I mean, that was that was their man, you know. They had learned so much about being a rock star from little, not Elvis, but from little Richard. Little Richard, who was one of the, the kings of rock and roll, and one of the kings, because there's several. He's the architect of rock and roll. Him and Chuck Berry and Ro- Sister Rosetta Thorpe and B.B. King and all the, the blues guys. That's why I love the blues, is because that is the oldest musical art form right there. Those songs, you know? Um, and, and the Beatles really took their sound from blues and R&B. Those were their heroes. Even the Rolling Stones, you know? I mean, I my earliest memories of Ringo were, you know, we all live in a yellow submarine, the Good Night song from the, the White Album, Octopus's Garden, little help from my friends act naturally you know Ringo was always just like the cool guy that's what they always say in the documentaries about the Beatles and it's true I mean you watch a hard day's night and the funny thing is he came up with that title it was it was one of his malprompters as he said oh you know I've had a hard day's night and and that's why he was the you know he was I you know I think he was the only one at the time that lived on his own and you know did his own thing you know and then he got into the band and tore it up you know oh my god I mean I'm trying to think of the you know standout stuff for Ringo you know Ticket to Ride of course that whole you know um, Can't Buy Me Love uh, Come Together Helter's Helter Skelter is such a crazy song and the sad thing is is that people associate Helter Skelter with you know the killings I'm not going to mention him cuz he doesn't deserve to be mentioned on this show the Dr. Zeus podcast and I remember watching part of um Rattle and Hum U2 and they did Helter Skelter and they said we're taking it back we're taking the song back for the Beatles because the White Album caused so much controversy. You know, a certain someone thought he heard messages and subliminal bullshit on the White Album and wrote Helter Skelter. And Helter Skelter is such an amazing rock song. And Ringo just doesn't hold back. No wonder he had blisters. And he said, you know, well, you know, there was a time. When I don't play for a while, and of course I get blisters on my fingers. <sighs> what an icon, you know. Um, but I love watching him, you know, when his birthday comes. It's always it's all about love and peace, you know, and I can understand that. And he's always got that earring and his sunglasses. And, you know, no, no, no disrespect to Paul McCartney. I mean... You know, I grew up say, 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 and, you know, um, live and let die. I know, you know, Paul McCartney has been in my ear since I was really little. His solo stuff and then the Beatles stuff. But Paul really aged weirdly where you look at Ringo and Ringo is just like, whoa. I, I don't know if maybe it's because, you know, um, Paul's got all that money and Ringo's just like, well, you know what? It had a hard day's night. 
Um, but yeah, I remember watching him on Shining Time Station. You know that that voice. He has that voice, so he was perfect to talk to little kids like us and you know talk about these trains you know whoa thomas was very cross you know <laughs> and it's like versus um uh, george carlin doing it and george carlin i mean i love how now they put like curse words in it <laughs> you know because i didn't know who george carlin was until i was a teenager i just knew oh that's mr conductor same with ringo star it wasn't until people started to tell me in my family oh you know that's the drummer in the beatles and i'm like oh okay what you know, because I remember my parents would play the Beatles and then as a teenager, it's like I'm rejecting them. It's like, oh, God, that's your music. I don't want to hear that. I remember I was listening to a lot of rap music and my parents would play, you know, the Beatles. And it's like, I don't want to hear that. That's that's your music. I, I don't want to hear that, you know, and um, yeah. But, you know, it happens to the best of us. And then I remember I was a teenager and I borrowed my father's copy of Sgt. Pepper. And I went, oh, okay. And of course, you know, the song that I loved on there was um, A Day in the Life. Um, what was the other one? Um, good Morning, Good Morning, Fixing a Hole, um, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, you know. Little help with my friends. Yeah. So Ringo and the boys are in my DNA. I know some people are like, oh, what are you talking about? Get your heads out the gutter. Come on. Um, you know, um, yeah. So happy birthday, Ringo Starr. Thank you for giving us the music, the love, the peace. You know, he always does the peace sign. Um, and for your son, Zach Starkey, I'm a big Oasis fan. I love Oasis. I, I love how some people don't like Oasis. Oh, my God, they're trying to be the Beatles. No, they're not. They're Oasis. Come on. They've got a little bit of, you know, it's like a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. They've got a little bit of punk, you know, some rock, some overzealous, bombastic, we're rock stars, bitch, you know, like that. But it's beautiful that Zach Starkey, you know, here his father is this legendary drummer and here he's an Oasis, this crazy band, you know. And um, so, yeah, uh, happy birthday, Ringo Starr. Um, here's to you and a little help from your friends. Unpleasant dreams.